It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, the Monday morning has rolled around pretty fast as we come out of a weekend. It's the 18th day of July for 2022. Hope you had a relaxing weekend, probably not so relaxing relaxing if you're struggling with COVID or the flu, how we all yearn for pre-COVID life, eh? And more talk over the weekend about different variants. And I heard one expert say, get used to it because it's likely to go on for years. And out of any prediction, let's hope that doesn't ring true. Coming up this morning, we're looking at suburbs in Melbourne and Sydney with regard to some new median house prices last week. And we're talking to two selling agents in the area with a bit of a lowdown and a breakdown. Also, tomorrow morning, we are going to be looking at when GST applies to property negotiations. Now, this can be a really great area of confusion, and we'll offer up some expert advice Advice coming from Sam Saad, who is back with us, including on how property can be GST exempt and in what circumstances does the exemption not apply, especially with commercial property. So that is all coming up tomorrow morning right here on the Real Estate Podcast. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between, every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney. It's a 50-50 from the Met Service, a possible late shower and a high of 15 degrees. Melbourne, the rain is going to ease. Very cool, though. Just 10 is your forecast high. Brisbane, fine and sunny, 24. And in Perth, one or two morning showers and your high expected of 19 degrees. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. Well, coming up on Wednesday, we are talking to PropTrack economist Angus Moore about the recent report highlighting the cooling market, but the new data also shows that there's a large number of suburbs still going pretty well with strong price growth. And we'll be looking at the top performing suburbs in each state and territories. But right now we're going to turn our attention to Melbourne because growth there has been more circumspect in greater Melbourne. But units in the prestigious inner city suburb of areas like Paran recording the biggest quarterly metropolitan jump of 10.6% to a median of 1.98 million. So let's bring in this morning local agent David Scholler from Jealous Craig and a very good morning to you David welcome to the breakfast podcast good morning Craig thanks for having me so tell us a little bit about Paran it's a, a great example I think of a suburb being close to the CBD with great local facilities but what else is driving the suburb with this growth that has been reported 
It is a very popular suburb, Paran. So for those of you that, that don't know the area or Melbourne well, it, it falls under Stonington. So the surrounding suburbs, are South Yarra, Turak, which has the highest median house price in Melbourne. You've also got Armidale and Windsor. So it's a great geographical location, close to the city, really good amenity as well. Do you know how many houses they factor in for something like working out the the median price? Because I think you wonder whether the sales are maybe a little bit on the smallish side to try and do some sort of weighting to get an accurate gauge on what these numbers really mean. Yeah, it's it's a really good point and, and something that I talk about quite often. It can be misleading to look at quarterly median house price for one single suburb because the, the sample size is just so small. So if you think about it, what prices have gone up for houses 10.6% in three months. I mean, that sounds pretty high to me. What's that 40% on an annualized rate? It's just, it's not accurate. And if, if I go back through the data, there's only been about 22 sales or 22 house sales in Paran over the last three months. Of those 22, I did note that 14 of them sold for above 1.9, which was the previous median house price. Of course, when you're looking at median, that skews the median price upwards. Whereas if a few more smaller houses have sold, you know, the two bed workers cottages, then that would have dragged the median house price down. So I think you've got to sort of take this with a, a, a pinch of salt. And just coming back to the median price, and particularly with a small sample, sometimes people might think that there's added value there. So I guess it's your job as the agent to just make sure that they're in the price expectation of what the market really is set at. Yeah, that's that's right. So fortunately, in, in our market, our vendors tend to be quite well educated and they, they do study the market. They think about these things and, and see what's happening. So I, I don't think they'll be completely swayed by, by one article. It is interesting because we, we have seen prices softening somewhat. So when we're doing comparable sales to uh, educate our vendors, we can't even really go back three or six months because some of those sales when the market was absolutely flying towards the end of last year are no longer relevant. We're having to set our expectations a bit more modestly than uh, even just six months ago. To that point, what is happening in your current market there with the vendors going to market? Are vendors quietly optimistic for outcomes or cautiously pessimistic? Yeah, so I do think that expectations are adjusting. We're fortunate to work with vendors that are motivated, so they've got a good reason to sell. You know, to go on the market in our area, you're looking at an investment of, of close to $10,000 in advertising. But most of our vendors are still achieving a price that they're comfortable with and that allows them to move on. And what about the buyers on your turf there? What's the general sentiment feeling like at this time? They're certainly more cautious than they were last year, which was the strongest market that that we've seen. I've got colleagues that have been doing this for 40 years and they've never seen anything like it. There was just so much urgency that buyers were just scrambling to get in really. They were willing to compromise on a lot more and they were willing to really stretch their budgets, but that has changed now. So people are factoring in further interest rate hikes. They're also factoring in the building costs if they need to renovate. So they're becoming a little bit more discerning and just a little bit more cautious in what they're wanting to spend or willing to spend as well. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, David, for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning and good luck for the next six to 12 months. Thank you very much. Great to talk. 
All right, now let's turn our attention to New South Wales where there are 23 suburbs that saw double-digit median price increases in the quarter to June with strong results in Greater Sydney. For example, the median house price in Bardwell Valley in the city's south increased by 10.83% to reach a median of $1.71 million. So let's bring in this morning local agent Stefan Bujak from Prestige Property Group. Good morning, Stefan. Welcome to the podcast. Morning, Craig. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. And a question I don't often get to ask a real estate agent is how they're going and how they are adapting to the current market. Because while we say the vendor and the buyer have to adapt to the changing, correcting market, so too do sales agents representing properties across Australia. So how are you personally going in this changing market, Stefan? Yeah, we've had to come to the realisation that, as some people say, the party is over. So, you know, it's all a mental headspace game for us. At the end of the day, our clients are vital and important. And if we're not positive about things, then they probably won't see the confidence in us. So we've accepted it. We accepted it pretty quickly. And we have probably more empathy now than we did last year when it comes to understanding a client and the fact that they're selling in a market, you know, much different from last year. So critical conversations are really important. Yeah, we've managed to ride this wave into the new market that way. So that example, coming back to Bardwell Valley and the rise in the value, tell us a little bit about why that area is a standout with this recent prop track report. It was a dormant suburb, really. It was bypassed and driven past and not many you know, buyers or people knew about it. We then saw a huge migration of buyers from the inner west coming into Bardwell Valley, which is you know two kilometres away or a five-minute drive over the river. Since that happened last year, the, you know, the market of Bardwell Valley now is known from the buyers in the inner west coming down. They discovered it last year and that trend is continuing. So really, really good to see inner west buyers still migrating to, to the suburb and it makes sense for them. More affordable in, in a lot of ways and only five minutes down the road from where they ideally would want to be in the hustle and bustle of the inner west. Yeah, and uh, tell us how much of a factor the bigger house on a bigger block, because I think that's kind of playing out because these types of properties are available there. Yeah, absolutely. Bigger blocks, bigger homes. It's a suburb that's a real family type suburb, lots of cul-de-sacs, really quiet, and it's a nesting area. There are there are only about 640 homes there. And so close enough again to the CBD and, and the hustle and bustle, but you can have the kids play cricket in the cul-de-sac or, you know, walk around the corner to the park and enjoy a bit of peace and quiet while still being in the midst of, of Sydney. And tell us a little bit about Arncliffe and its easy access. I understand that Arncliffe is bordering on Bardwell Valley. How attractive is that area? Because it's, I think it has easy access to the CBD and the airport. Yeah, absolutely. Arncliffe's essentially a gateway to the rest of Sydney. It's connections to the major freeways, the vicinity to Sydney Airport, you know, five minutes away, the vicinity to the inner west, five to seven minutes away, and then going up into the CBD, about a 15 to 25 minute drive, depending on traffic. 
And then you've got the south, really close to the beaches, getting into the Sutherland Shire. Everything around it is is where it's at. So it's a suburb that offers bigger blocks and bigger homes, yet it's basically in the middle of where everyone wants to be, essentially. And what about the percentage of first home buyers? You, you mentioned young people with families moving in. Uh, what's the percentage, do you think, in Bardwell Valley? Most of the buyers we had last year were upsizing from a an apartment or a townhouse. They are young families. However, they've already had something or got something. And we saw that, you know, in them having to sell their existing property. We did have first home buyers. And, you know, if you're a first home buyer, luckily enough to be spending 1.5 to 2 million, that's great. So we did have first home buyers, but because predominantly Bardwell Valley is a house market, we did see a lot of, you know, young family upsizes preparing for their first or second child. And we talked at the top of you having to adapt personally to the changing market. What about the vendors in the area? Are they adapting to the newfound market and uh, different price points? We feel that that journey for them is probably, well, they're going through this journey of, of realisation. Some owners are understanding of what's happening out there. The media is a fantastic tool at times to depict what's happening in the market. Some owners are sort of still stuck on last year's prices, but we feel that the majority of the market is now finally understanding that things are rebalancing and that last year was you know, a one in 100 year flood. So the expectations are becoming more realistic now as we progress towards the end of the year. All right, good on you, Stefan. We'll leave it there. All the best of luck for the rest of this year for Bardwell Valley. And thanks for joining us on the Real Estate Breakfast podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.